0: This episode is brought to you by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. Becoming a member on Patreon is the best way to help support I Love Old Time Radio. And if you pledge $6 or more a month, you get access to the Vintage Radio Club, which is an extra podcast a week with some longer productions. This past weekend, it was the MGM Theater of the Air with a melodrama about a doctor fighting disease in the jungles and his love for forbidden fruit. It's called His Brother's Wife. And if you want to hear more and help support I Love Old Time Radio, then visit vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. It's Tuesday, and that's about the adventures on My Friend Irma. This episode originally aired June 16, 1953, and it is entitled... The Ghost Show.
2: My Friend Irma, created by Cy Howard, transcribed from Hollywood, and starring Marie Wilson as Irma, and Kathy Lewis as Jane.
3: Cookie, it's getting late. Will you turn out the light and go to bed? All right. All right. Gee, it's so dark. What makes darkness? Oh, I don't know, honey. It's simple. Darkness is caused by the fact that all the light has gone out. Oh, I see. Then lightness is caused by the fact that all darkness has gone out. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, something like that. Go to sleep, will you, honey? Okay. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two,
4: three, four. What
3: are you doing? I'm counting fellows so I can fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to count sheep. You go to sleep the way you want to, I'll go to sleep the way I want. (laughs) Okay, suit yourself. Jane, what is it, Irma? What side do you generally sleep on? Oh, I don't know. I uh, I guess I sleep on my back. I usually sleep on my right side. You see, my office is downtown. When I get up in the morning, I like to start off in the right direction. <laughs> for peace' sake, will you cut it out? By the way, did you leave a note for the milkman? Note? Yeah, I tell him not to leave any more milk this week. He left four quarts the last time. I know that was my fault. I asked him to. What for? Well, I was going to take a milk bath. <laughs> it's supposed to be very good for the complexion, but when I read what milk does, I changed my mind. What was it you read? That milk has calcium and builds strong bones. So? I don't want to have bony skin. Irma! (laughs) Will you put the note in the milk bottle out in the hall? Yes, Jane. (laughs) Irma! What's the matter? Get out from under that bed. No, there's a ghost running through the hall. A ghost? What are you talking about? I tell you, I saw him, Jane. A real, live, dead ghost. (laughs) Will you stop imagining things? No, no, Jenny. I saw it—a real ghost. Oh, Jenny, I'm scared. What are we going to do? Well, personally, I never believed in ghosts. They've been scientifically proven to be non-existent. Well, then what are you doing here under the bed with me?
4: <laughs> so
3: I'm not the scientific type.
4: <laughs>
3: Irma, well, it was 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 this ghost, this particular ghost, wearing wearing a long white sheet? Yeah. How did you know? Well, I might as well tell you. Come on, let's get out from under the bed.
4: Okay.
3: I saw the same ghost running down the halls last Tuesday. You did? Yeah, I thought I might be imagining things, so I didn't say anything. Well, Jane, this is Tuesday. I know it is. You saw him last Tuesday? Yeah. Well, maybe he only haunts on Tuesdays. You know, a union ghost.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what can we do if he comes in here? Uh, closest thing is the dumbwaiter. We can get out through there. But it's down in the basement. If time comes. I'm not going to worry about details. You know, this whole thing is ridiculous, Irma. I'm sure it's just our imagination, and I am positively not going to be frightened by any more of this. Jean, I wish you'd get out of your own bed this time. <laughs> Irma, I, I'm terrified. Someone is knocking on the door. Do you think it might be? I don't know. I'm going to find out. You there, knocking on the door, are you a ghost?
5: No, but the way I live, I wish I was
3: dead. Oh, it's the maestro. Irma, slip into your robe. Okay. Just a second, maestro.
5: Hello, girl.
3: Oh, gosh, are we happy to see you. What are you doing up at this hour?
5: Indigestion. Mrs. O'Reilly made dinner for me.
3: But I thought you ate it at home tonight.
5: I did. This is from last week. Uh-huh. Girls, I've never seen you so pale. What's that makeup on your face? A cold cream?
3: No, ghost scream. Ghost scream. Oh. Maestro, I know this must sound idiotic to you, but Irma and I have both seen a ghost running down the hall. You have? Yes.
5: Make room for another idiot.
3: You mean?
5: Yeah, yeah, I saw it two weeks ago on Tuesday night.
3: What did you do?
5: Well, being I am a man, there was only one thing I could do. I fainted.
4: <laughs> what are we going to do about
3: this? Why don't we call up the exterminating company and tell them to come here and spray?
4: Irma.
5: (laughs) Personally, I can't see why any self-respecting ghost would want to haunt this place. Cemeteries are much more livable.
3: (laughs) I think we should tell Mrs. O'Reilly. Irma, we can't do that. But but that'll get rid of the ghost. How? Well, you know she doesn't allow people in here unless they sign the lease. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That is the one thing we can't do. Tell her. I think we ought to wait and then... There it is, the ghost again. Everybody be still. You, ghost!
5: It is not a ghost, it's an old vampire bat.
4: Allison,
3: <laughs> not a word about this to Mrs. O'Reilly because she may not believe us and she'll think we're just trying to defame her building and she'll throw us out.
5: Yeah, you got a, a point there because come to think of it, if the ghost was a man, she would have caught him a long time ago. <laughs>
3: Remember now, no one tell her, and that means you, Irma. Oh, you can count on me, Jane. I know how to
1: play dumb. <laughs>
4: uh, come
1: in, Miss O'Reilly. Hello, girls. Is everything all right? I heard a commotion up here.
4: Oh,
3: everything's fine, Miss O'Reilly. I- I'm sure you couldn't find a ghost around here for miles. Oh,
5: swell. Ghost? <laughs> uh, uh, you should excuse Irma, Mrs. O'Reilly, seeing you with your hair in curlers, your face without makeup. You thought maybe you were getting ready to haunt a house. Oh, glory be.
1: I forgot all about my appearance. I must look a mess.
5: Well, I wouldn't say a mess. But give me time. I'll think of the word. It? <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. Disaster.
4: I
1: thank you to keep your insults to yourself. Girls, why you look so pale?
3: Uh... Uh, uh, mm, uh, we saw a mouse Yeah, about six feet tall, wearing a white sheet <laughs> Yeah,
1: you girls don't make sense And maestro, what are you doing here at this hour?
5: Me, well, I I, I I walk in my sleep How come? If you had the mattress I have, you'd do a lot of walking
3: <laughs>
4: Clearly, Mrs. O'Reilly,
3: there's nothing wrong <laughs> And what Irma said about ghosts is ridiculous Isn't it, Irma? I'm not spooking until I'm spooked to. <laughs> uh, go on, Mrs. Arati. Go back to bed. You need your beauty sleep.
5: Offhand, about sixty years.
1: <laughs> now, just for that, I insist you walk me down to my door. <laughs> you know I'm afraid of the dark. Someone might try to carry me off.
5: Not if he's carrying a flashlight. <laughs>
3: You see, she didn't find out anything from me. You did everything but draw a road map. Now, come on, get in bed and let's forget this whole thing. All honey. right. I'll turn out the light. <sighs> Good night, Cookie. Good night, Jane. Jane. Yes. What does a ghost really look like? I don't know, honey. The ones I've seen pictures of are all bones. Maybe we ought to get a dog. Irma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Will you please go to sleep? All right. Good night, Jane. Good night. Jane, do you hear that? Yes. Oh, God. Irma, now, I, I'm really terrified. It, it can't be Mrs. O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. It can't be the maestro, and we're in bed. Gee, it must be some unearthly creature. I'll find out. Who's at
4: the door?
2: Chicken, it's me.
4: Out.
3: You're right, Irma. <laughs> It's some unearthly creature, but let him in All right Uh, just a second, Al I'm putting my robe on Hiya, chicken Oh, hell, you don't know how glad we are to see you
2: I saw the light on in your window And was just on my way home from work
3: I thought the pool room closed at nine (laughs) But sit down, Al Sit down and make yourself at home
2: Me? Hey, how come you're treating me so royal?
3: Oh, it's nothing It's says nothing I really like you, Al
2: You do? Hey, most of the times you imply that I'm obnoxious.
3: Well, that's only during the week.
4: <laughs> on Tuesdays,
3: you're lovely. Oh, well, you're a brave man, aren't you?
2: Well, you know my war record, chicken. Had the biggest victory garden on the block. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> what we're trying to say is nothing terrifies you, does it?
2: Uh, nothing in the world. What? Having trouble? Yes, Al. Well, then I'm your man. Now, uh... Just who is this guy that's been causing the trouble?
3: Well, he isn't exactly a man. Uh, it's, it's hard to describe.
2: Well, who is he? Or is it a she? I don't think so. A kid? Well, Go I... on, tell me. I don't care if it's a dame or a kid. I ain't afraid of either of them.
4: <laughs> <laughs> See,
3: I told you, he's as brave as they come.
2: Oh, come on, chicken, tell me. How much does this bum weigh?
3: Practically nothing.
2: I'll murder him. <laughs>
3: You're wonderful. Come on, Jane. We can sleep in peace. When that ghost comes back, my owl will take care of it.
4: Won't you, Al? Al? Al?
3: Your hero just went. Huh? Yeah. He was as brave as they come, and as they come, he went.
4: <laughs> come on, Irma.
3: We've got to pull ourselves together. If we don't get some sleep, we won't be able to get up for work. Come on, honey. All right, Jane. Wait a minute. I'll be right back. Where are you going? Jane, I'll only be a minute. Irma? Irma, get back in bed. I'm scared. Irma, there. Now that ghost won't dare come near us. Why? What did you do? I just put a sign on the door measles. (laughs) (laughs)
6: Miss Peterson. Miss Peterson. Miss Peterson.
4: Yes, Mr. Clyde? Will you
6: please stop yawning? It frightens me. Why? Your mouth is open and I'm afraid you're going to talk. <laughs> Take this letter, please.
3: All right, Mr. Clyde, I'm ready and I'm wide awake.
6: Good, good. To uh, Mr. John Schwartz, president, Stag Proof Zipper Company, New York City, New York. You can't write with a nail pile. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. What's the matter with you, Miss Peterson?
3: Mr. Clyde, have you ever had a sleepless night?
6: Yes, right after the morning, I hired you.
3: <laughs> no, seriously, Jane, I were up all last night. I saw a ghost. A ghost? Yes, I think the apartment we live in is
4: haunted.
6: Well, my dear girl, you have no problem. If you want to get rid of that ghost, it's simple. Ah. Oh. Talk to him for a while. He'll leave. <laughs> I know many times after talking to you, I've wanted to leave this earth.
4: Oh, no,
3: Mr. Clyde, this is serious. I'm not getting any sleep, and I I just don't have any vitality. In other words, when I get here, I'm not all there.
6: (laughs) You can be anywhere, and you're not all there. (laughs) Of all the silly, preposterous stories, seeing a ghost.
3: Well, I did. I saw him Tuesday night. And Jane saw him last Tuesday night. Hey, and the maestro saw him the Tuesday night before that.
6: Miss Peterson, there is no such thing as a ghost. It's just an apparition.
3: Oh, that's ridiculous. Not one of us ever had surgery.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what is more, I think... I think...
6: <sighs> How do you like that? She's fallen asleep. Huh? Miss Peterson... Yes, Peterson? Look, I don't want to be a hard-hearted boss, Miss Peterson, but uh, are you sure you saw a ghost?
3: Positive he was running down the hall. Fast? Oh, real fast.
6: Well, he sounds happier than you. You go home and send him here to work.
4: <laughs> <laughs> are you not going to help me, Mr.
6: Clyde? Help you? I want to tell you something, Miss Peterson. I'm running a law office, and if you do not come to work with all your faculties, as limited as they are, I'm going to replace you, because right now you're non-composementous, incoherent, lackadaisical, and completely dispensable.
1: I am?
3: Positively. Mr. Clyde, would you please put that in writing? Why? I might want a reference for my next boss.
4: Get out of here!
3: that you, sweetie? <clears> Hello, <throat> oh, Jane. What's the matter, Cookie? Trouble in the office? Jane, we've got to do something. Mr. Clyde says that if I don't get enough sleep at home, he's going to fire me. But he gave me a very nice reference. He did? Yes, he said I was non compass and if I remember my French, that means right in the ball. Oh. <laughs> Honey, I've got a headache. Take it easy, will you? Were you sleepy at the office? Sleepy? Um. I drank so much black coffee that I've developed a Brazilian accent.
4: <laughs> you know, this
3: is dreadful, Irma. Let's get to bed early and get a good night's sleep. All right, Jane. What are you doing? Well, I'm hanging the sheet over the clothes tree... If the ghost comes, he'll see we've already been haunted.
6: <laughs> Miss Peterson, this is Thursday, and you're still asleep at your desk. Don't tell me you saw the ghost last night.
3: No, but we were awake all night waiting for him
6: to show up. <gasps> <gasps> Miss Peterson, this is Friday, the third morning I found you sleeping on the job.
3: Oh, Mr. Clyde, I'm so
6: dopey. That is the understatement of the year. (laughs) Miss Peterson, this is Tuesday morning.
4: Tonight is
3: the night. Oh, Mr. Clyde, what shall I do if I see him running down the hall again?
6: Just take him by the hand and ask him to lead you to the unemployment office. You're
4: fired. (laughs) Jane. Is
3: that you, Cookie? Irma, what's wrong? I've been fired. Oh, that's terrible. How are we going to get along? What do you mean? I've been fired, too. Rather, I, I told Richard I just couldn't go on taking a salary and coming to work every morning half asleep. Irma, do you know that the time has come for action? We'll just have to tell Mrs. O'Reilly the truth and move. When we get back to normal, I'm sure we can get our jobs back. Come in.
5: Uh, it, it's me, me again, Maestro Wanda. Well, girls, it's Tuesday night again. I... I, I thought maybe you'd like to go for a little walk
3: Walk? Where to?
5: Boston, we can be back tomorrow <laughs>
3: No, no, Maestro, no We 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 have decided to face the issue We're going to tell Mrs. O'Reilly We think the place is haunted and we're moving
5: Oh, no, girls, you, you, you can't move It'll break my heart
3: well, We can't sleep, can you?
5: Well, yeah, but only because I keep telling myself The ghost is much better off than I am
3: <laughs> What do you mean?
5: When I saw him, he was wearing a clean white sheet. I should only get such service.
3: (laughs) Well, we've had all we can take, and I'm calling Mrs. O'Reilly. Mrs. O'Reilly, will you please come up here? Who's doing all that yelling? Oh, gee, I'm sorry, Mrs. Martin. Did I wake the baby? No, but please be quiet. i would be right up, Janie. Please. Now, Irma, I'll do the talking.
5: What has my life come to that you girls are going to leave? Yet, how can I stop you? I saw the ghost with my own eyes.
3: If I could only figure out who it was that was coming back to haunt me. It couldn't be my school teacher the day I graduated. She said she never wanted to see me again. Come
4: oh, <laughs> on. still.
1: Yoo-hoo! It's me, Mrs. O'Reilly. Come in. Hello, girls. Maestro. Greetings. What's the trouble, Janie, darling? Uh,
3: well, uh... Uh, Mrs. O'Reilly, I don't know how to begin this, but... Uh, Mrs. O'Reilly, we want the truth. Have you rented out one of your apartments to a
1: person who is not living? What? (laughs) No, they're all living. A couple of them are deadbeats, but they're still alive.
4: Look,
3: what we're trying to say, Mrs. O'Reilly, is that... Well, I, I mean, I, I know that this sounds unbelievable, but every Tuesday night, a ghost in a white sheet has been roaming the hall. Glory be, are you sure? You can ask the maestro. He's seen him, too. That's
5: right. That's right, Mrs. O'Reilly. Probably someone who died over a thousand years ago. He keeps coming back to find out what keeps you going. <laughs>
4: oh, oh no. uh, I hate to
3: say this, Mrs. O'Reilly, but... But Arm and I haven't slept a wink since it happened. We're going to
1: have to find another place to live. A ghost in my building? (gasps) Glory be, I believe I know who it is. You do? Yes. It must be my late husband, Clancy. The poor man probably misses me.
5: I thought that's why he went in the first place to get away from you.
1: (laughs) Bite your tongue. My poor dear Clancy worshipped me. He practically threw himself at my feet.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this could only be because he wanted to escape and he thought they were boats.
3: <laughs> now, listen here, you. Now, please, there's no time
1: to argue. You have to do something about this. I'm convinced it's clancy, and there's only one way to handle the situation. How? If I could get through to him. You know, hold a seance and explain to him that he's frightening the tenants.
3: Seance? I've heard of red ants and picnic ants, but sea ants, do they swim?
4: Irma. <laughs>
1: now, Janie, if you'll put out the lights, we can all sit around the table holding hands so I can make contact with the spirits. Miss O'Reilly, let's have no drinking at this hour. Cookie. <laughs> Mrs. O'Reilly, don't you think it's just a little ridiculous. Janie, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Turn out the lights. All right. Fine. Now that we are in complete darkness, everybody hold hands.
5: All right, but I warn you, if you're using this as an excuse to get fresh, I'll leave.
4: <laughs> Be still.
1: Now everyone concentrate. I'll try to make contact with Clancy. Clancy? Oh, Clancy way out there. You Clancy. This is Kathleen. Remember me? Dimple, (laughs) am I coming in stronger?
5: Try channel two. (laughs) Be still,
1: Clancy. Oh, cuddles, this is your little cubby doll. (laughs) Who
5: now looks like a baseball has been thrown at her? (laughs) My throw.
1: Oh, Clancy, come
3: to us, Clancy. Isn't he polite? He's knocking before he comes in. Come (laughs) in, Clancy.
2: Hey, you folks. Hey, why are you all sitting around the table? There ain't no food on it.
3: Well, Miss O'Reilly's holding a siesta. <laughs> sea Ants.
2: Ants, what for?
1: I'm trying to get through to my late husband Clancy, so he'll stop haunting the building. Now just sit down and hold hands with the person next to you. Put out the lights,
2: please. Okay.
1: Now concentrate, everyone. Clancy. Clancy? I'm calling you out there in the spirit world. Ah I think I'm getting something. Oh, I see a small light in the distance.
3: It's the one in the refrigerator. Al, will you please sit down?
4: Okay. <laughs> see if you
3: can dial him in. Clancy, if you love me, please answer.
1: Ah,
4: He answered. Sounds like he's running
1: away. He must have seen you.
4: Somebody. Somebody, quick. Quick, go to the door
3: and see if he's there.
1: Oh, not that. Hey, I'll go.
3: Hey, Hey, I bet it worked. You bet what worked? I I put carpet tax in the hall. Carpet tax? Wait a minute. I'll
1: be back.
5: Where where is she going? I don't know. Uh, Mrs. O'Reilly, the seance is over. You can let go of my hand.
1: What's the hurry? I want to talk to a few more ghosts, I know.
2: Well, Jane, what's the news? Did you see the ghost?
3: Yeah, I saw him. Well, where is he?
5: (laughs) Jane, Jane, what are you laughing at?
3: Mrs. Martin has him by the ear. The ghost? (laughs) Yeah. Jane, will you please explain? (laughs) Every Tuesday night, Mr. Martin has a poker game, and so he can't sneak out to meet the boys, Mrs. Martin hides his clothes, or he runs down the hall in a sheet. (laughs) the poker-playing ghosts, thanks to Irma and her carpet tax. As for Irma and I, we've our jobs back and we're sleeping well again, thank you. And as for Irma, she is,
4: uh... Al!
3: Al! Al, can you hear me out there? Please, come back to me! Irma, are you holding a seance? No, our phone's out of order. I'm trying to get Al's attention down in the pool room. <laughs> Well, speaking of pool rooms, if you'll all excuse me, I'll just curl up in the side pocket just to get away from my friend, Ernest.
4: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a AM member FDIC.
3: Hi, this is Sarah Spencer of Self Talk Radio Show, and you're listening to I Love Old Time Radio.
0: Welcome back. So this script was used a number of times throughout the course of the show, the first dating back to June 30th, 1947. Now, this is the last episode we have of Kathy Lewis's Jane. Lewis, Marie Wilson, and Gloria Gordon, who played Mrs. O'Reilly, continued their roles when My Friend Irma became a television program on January 8, 1952 to June of 1954. The radio program continued as well, and it would last until August 23, 1954. Kathy Lewis would leave partway through the TV series, and instead of replacing her with another actress to play Jane, as they did in the feature films and when... Kathy Lewis was ill, they wrote Jane out of both TV and radio and replaced her with Kay Foster, played by Mary Shipp, who we will hear next week on our last episode of My Friend Irma. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. Tomorrow we join Detective Danny Clover in Broadway Is My Beat and join us again next Tuesday for one more episode of My Friend Irma. For iloveoldtimeradio.com this is Virtual Vinny signing off.